What's going on, Bears fans? The Bears have made a trade and a trade that we all wanted to see. Some of us hope to see. The Bears have acquired wide receiver Chase Claypool from uh, the Steelers for a second round pick. We're going to get into that, break it down a little bit right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, the Chicago Bears have made a trade. After the disappointment around uh, the Bears fan base uh, after trading Roquan Smith for only a second round and a fifth round, fourth or fifth round pick, uh, we end up getting a wide receiver, a weapon for Justin Fields for a second round pick. And so if you look at this trade overall, right, if you combine the two trades, the Bears have basically traded Roquan Smith and a second round pick to get another second round pick, a fifth pick, and uh, Chase Claypool. That is a solid trade. As many Bears fans that were down on the Roquan Smith trade. I think this goes a long way in hopefully solving that. You get an additional weapon for Justin Fields, a really good Ryerson Chase Claypool, a big target for him. For 238 pounds, he has 32 receptions on the year for 311 yards so far, only one touchdown, but he is going to be a big weapon for the Chicago Bears team. And, you know, pairing him with uh, Darnell, Mo Darnell Mooney, it's going to unlock Darnell Mooney a little bit more like we saw when Darnell Mooney had A-Rob with him. So the benefits that this brings to this Bears offense, a Bears offense at that, that has been adding more wrinkles and more and just looking better as an offense overall adding an additional weapon to that. How does that help the running game? How does it help teams not box in so much on the run? Does that unlock uh, also Cole Komet a little bit more? There's a lot of benefits to this trade. And while, yes, a lot of people down on the Roquan Smith trade, rightfully so, and I understood that, the Bears have now gone out and gotten a weapon. It's not all about the draft picks. For those that were like, you don't trade guaranteed talent for draft picks, da 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 this, da 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 this, all valid. I don't say that to be dismissive, but the Bears go out and get the weapon that they want and many people need. This is a move. This is a move that, that needed to be done. This is, this is, this is, this is huge. This is huge. This is huge. Uh, what do you say here? Super chat. Uh, Bears took an L here. Overpaid. No, get the. See, and this is the problem. This is the at least in my opinion is that you know you you they they say things are underpaid when it's not what they wanted and overpay. Listen, this was not an overpay. That what what Cha uh, Clay Chapel is going to mean for the Chicago Bears team, like I said, is going to pay off bigger dividends. You're unlocking Darnell Mooney a little bit more as well. The fact that now teams can't double him. He, he hasn't had a surefire wide receiver two next to him all season long. The combination that him and A-Rob did last season, this is going to get back to that type of thing. We could now see Equinami St. Brown use a little bit more. Bellius Jones use a little bit more in the running game. Chase Claypool could be used in the running game as well. Not a bunch of carries over his career. He has 39 carries over his career for 32 yards, but that possibility is there. It adds more wrinkles. I do not personally see this as an overpay at all. I see this as as listen, the Bears go out and get a, a, a player at a position of need for them. Ryan Pose did what needed to be done in this. This was a solid trade. Again, I'm not saying it was the most amazing trade. Did they rob them? Hell no. But I don't think that this was an overpay, in my opinion. And I think you're going to see that payoff on the field for the Chicago Bears as well. That's huge, man. That's huge. We're going to see a competent offense in this building. Sirius Jones saying that Claypool is a vertical threat absolutely he's a he's a vertical threat that's going to help this game this team a lot what's up Hayes? just tweeted you the second round pick we got for roquan is what they traded for claypool we turned roquan to claypool there's a shift in, in philosophy defense to offense listen 
And that and the thing is, right, as good as Roquan Smith was, is he is leading the league in tackles, right? He has not made a bunch of impact plays for this team. And while this team is so far away, right, the defense is the one thing that you can take talent away from, right? And hopefully he stays pretty close. Ro- Roquan, while he didn't make the impact plays, those amount of tackles, that's going to be hard to fill and, and change for any team. But at the end of the day, we still have tons of draft picks. We still have tons of cap space. They went out and, and got him is what they can what they can do, and they did that thing. Uh, forget him as a rushing threat. He can catch. That's what we need, period. Absolutely. I just try to add on more things that he can do just because I look at this offense now. From the Chicago Bears, this is an offense that's growing. This is an offense that has been adding just more to it, opening up that playbook a little bit more, getting more creative a little bit more over the last uh, two to three weeks. You add now a vertical threat in Chase Claypool. You Now it's, our passing game is going to be way more of a threat than what has been this whole season how does that change for the running game now I was a little bit concerned that they were going to include David Montgomery in a trade like this thank God that they did not you keep all of your offensive weapons you add to the core and then you continue seeing you still have all the upside that we had last year you still have all in the linebacker class this is what I'll say the linebacker class in both the draft and free agency next year I'm not saying we're going to get a player that's going to be as good as Roquan Smith but I'm saying you can get a competent one. The wide receiver free agent class, that's eh, a little bit iffy. The wide receiver draft class is pretty solid too, but I like what they did here. I like what they did here, man. And listen, I, we've been saying this This is a turn-the-page move for an offense. Uh, I don't know if that's C-Dub or Bobby, those are my co-hosts here. Uh, this is how you turn things around. Absolutely. And we've been saying, we've been talking about here, that steady improvement from this offense in the last four weeks, really. You now add a weapon like like Chase Claypool to the scene and still a, a young player, only 24, that fits your timeline, right? He fits in that timeline of Justin Fields and, da- and Darnell Mooney and, um, and David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, right? You have a nice young core of weapons here that you still need to add to, right? We're still not, you, you know, we still got a ways to go, especially on that offensive line. But when you look at it now, we have two solid wide receivers. We still have some other threats at the wide receiver that can do some things, especially now. Equinomia St. Brown moving to the slot. That can that can be that can pay off for them. If Velius Jones ever put it together, we'll see when we ever get Byron Pringle back as well. You add now a solid, not great, a solid passing game that this can turn into to your amazing lead leading rushing game. And then now. Over the course of the offseason, you do some additions on that offensive line. Hopefully, you, you can get Cole Komet uh, opened up a little bit more as well during the season. This is an offense with great bones. Like you said, for people who know houses and you buy houses and flip them, it has great bones of the structure of this offense. You got some additions to do. You got some to hope for some development over the course of the season and the offseason. But we have great bones now on our offensive side of the ball that we can continue to build towards as we have our quarterback in Justin Fields, who is proving that he's the quarterback of the future with the development and growth he's done over the last handful of weeks. I like this move overall from this team. I like this move overall from this for this team. BC always right says I was at game Sunday. It was pain, painfully obvious. We need a big time wide receiver. There you go. Joshua, love it. King Booker World, and here we go. Listen, this is this is exciting. When's the last time the Bears made a trade like this, this close to the trade deadline, which we still got two hours left for the trade deadline, that this really is exactly what they needed? That's it. It's exactly what they needed. You have a quarterback that's coming off his career-high passer rating of 120, and what we've been saying, he has no weapons. He has no weapons. So – 
It is what it is, man. And then we also, we swooped in and nab a wide receiver that the Green Bay Packers, those fucking cheeseheads, were after. You take a weapon away from a team that we don't like, we hate, it is what it is, and you add that to your young core. And again, the thing that I like about this so, more, so much is the age there. 24 years old. Yes, everybody can say he's not been an amazing, like, world beater of a wide receiver, but there's still a lot of growth and development to do there. And one thing that we know about Ryan Poles is he likes bringing in players that have that he sees the potential in for growth, but also have some assets that we need right now. Clay, Chase Claypool brings what we need next to Darnell Mooney, but still has upside of being only 24 years old. You look, we have a 25-year-old rookie in Valius Jones that we were hoping was going to progress. We now have a 24-year-old wide receiver that's shown a lot of promise already in the NFL and can still, can still do some growth. The combination of him and Darnell Mooney that is going to be, woo, that's going to be, listen, listen. And and I think both Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney are up for extensions this offseason. Don't be, don't be surprised if they both get them early in the offseason as well. They lock that up. Listen, it is. I like this, man. I like this. I really do like this, man. I, I'm not under this at all. Uh, looks like uh, Claypool is actually under contract through 2023. So there you go. There you go. And uh, there's been some now. Do you move Darnell Mooney to receiver two where he was successful last? Again, I don't want to speculate on all that. If you, you guys can't tell, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Sirius Jones says now we can focus on defense in the draft. Well, we still need to do some work on that offensive line for sure. And if a weapon does fall on that on the um a, a wire, another potential wide receiver, I think they'll still go after that. But you, you're right. You could now focus a lot of your picks on. Um, the defensive side of the ball, which we still have some great bones on the defensive side of the ball to build off of as well. Let's see what Dominique Robinson, the rookie, turns into over the course of the season. We got Jaquan Brisker, uh, um, uh, Kyler Gordon, who's been showing a lot of promise and growth the last few weeks as well. I really like where this team is. Really like where this team is. Uh, BCR question. Does anyone know how much is his contract? Let's let's take a look. Uh, give me one second. And somebody might already answer this. It looks like he is... He signed a four-year, six, $6 million deal. So, again, not even that much. He has $3 million of guaranteed money. And keep in mind, too, keep in mind that because this trade happened after uh, today, this close to the deadline, the uh, Steelers do not keep any of his money. We are assuming all of the money. So uh, it's not like not like what we in the trades that we recently completed in which we gave up a lot of the money. So it looks like this season, uh, Chase Claypool is only making, he's making under a million dollars. He's making $673,000. Now next season, he will be making $1.5 million. So again, a very, very minimal contract for a young player that's shown a bunch of promise. This is a good one. This is a good one. BC says rookie contract is always is, is right. Listen, this is what it is. What up, Hayes? You must be Jamaican. You have many jobs. LOL, great work. Find uh, someone to help Justin Fields. Now, O-line, help this offseason. Yes, and I do have a lot of jobs. I got a video uploading on NBA Central, not Bull Central, NBA Central, about Steve Nash being fired. That's on. That's uploading now as well. It may be live by now. Um, so we're working out here, bro. We're working. Uh, Emilio says, trade Jackson for more picks, um, and this makes sense. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know if the Bears are done. I did. I have heard some rumblings that the Bears could be very active close to the trade deadline. So we'll see. We'll see. And if you remember correctly, there were a lot of Bears fans that thought that because Cole Komet and Chase Claypool were in the same draft, they thought the Bears should have went after Claypool instead of Cole, instead of uh, Cole Komet in that draft. So now we have both of them on this roster. Bond, they can still go out and uh, draft a wide receiver too. Absolutely, bro. 
Mark K from Mannheim, Germany, checking in. What's going on, bro? Gary in this building. Uh, in polls, we trust yet. Hey, yes. Listen, we started off this season. C-Dub, one of the co-hosts here, laid it out. We were going to find out whether Ryan Poles was a genius or a jackass over the course of the season. I think it's fair to say, it's safe to say he's leaning way more towards the genius side of it. Like I said before, with a lot of the things that Ryan Poles has done leading back to the offseason, if you look at those moves in a vacuum, some of them do seem bad. But now when everything is the whole picture starting to come together and this Roquan Smith trade is the perfect uh, uh, snapshot of that because we get a second round pick. In that Roquan Smith trade that we immediately turn around the next day and move for a weapon at wide receiver that we've needed, that we've needed. So Ryan Poles is a smart GM. Now we need to see if these, if these, all these moves are going to pan out. We need to see who he drafts next offseason and how they end up developing. But when you look at like getting Dominique Robinson as a fifth round pick, the, the amount of quality players he was able to get in the draft. Now we'll see how they turn into, but you know, it, He's done a very good job turning this team around in less than a calendar year. In less than a year. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Octopool Possum says, happy we took something from those Packer fucks. Listen, you guys know I hate the cheeseheads. I hate cheeseheads, and I'm glad that we just we took something from – and it seemed like they were in the driver's seat to get – it seems like the Bears swooped in after they're making that Roquan Smith trade. Probably if I had to guess, this is pure speculation on my part. If I had to guess what happened is that, that – the Steelers wanted that second round pick. Ryan Poles did not want to give up our own second round pick because he's like, hey, we kind of need this. He moves Roquan, who still an impact player in, in many ways. He gets that second round pick that he immediately flips and he still nets an additional fifth round pick in that. This is a solid trade overall. If you look at these two moves as being part as one larger move, right? If you, for example, if you look this as a three team trade, for example, the Bears came out in the very, very well moving Roquan. And, they, and basically, they moved Roquan. Uh, then the uh, Ravens sent their second-round pick to the Steelers. We got Chase Claypool back, and we got a fifth-rounder from the Ravens. That's a win of a trade. If you look at that, right, again, is Roquan amazing? Yes, he is. He's one of the best linebackers in the in the NBA. But, I mean, in the NFL. NBA would be real weird. In the NFL. But when you look at the money that he wanted, right, him wanting – and, and them not being even close on a contract extension, you move a player that was probably going to move on e anyway. You now don't have to deal with the franchise tagging or anything like that. You move that player, you bring in a younger player at a position of need, and you get an additional draft pick in that. This was an overall good two days at the trade deadline for Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Von Ella says, uh, can't say Poles isn't in on fields now. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Good ish, Hayes. Keep doing your thing. Keep so keep us informed, brother. I likes the content. Hey, listen, I always say this is the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, and we can't be that if we're not breaking news. I was gonna pre-record this video and then upload it, but I figured, hell, let's go live. Let's let's get the thoughts of Bears Nation in this building, and I can get your comments. We can see how 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 uh Bears Nation is feeling about this trade. Darrell Park says Mooney just got so much better. Absolutely. I talked about that earlier in the stream. The way that he looked next to A-Rob. Now you add another wide receiver, a legit one next to him. And, you know, there are some people now saying that, you know, you move Darnell Mooney to the two. I don't care if Darnell Mooney is the one or the two. I'm looking at him and, Ch and Clay Shapo as both. They're really kind of, if and this may get me killed in the comments, but when you look at both of them, they're really kind of really, really good twos, right? Really, really good twos. 
No, neither one to me has stood out as surefire number one wide receivers in the NFL. But even with having two really, really good twos, we've seen what this Bears team can do without that. And adding that now to Luke Getze's offense that has been making steady improvements, this is a really big, really good trade for the Chicago Bears overall. See what else we got. Bears will be good next year. Got to stay focused on your youth and set us up for the immediate future. Let's get it, Poles. Yeah, and Ryan Poles has said that recently. He's come out and said how he has to manage the now, but also with us towards the future. This is a good move for that. This is a good move where you're doing things now. You're giving up a second-round pick, which, you know, some people can say that was. But with the amount of, of picks and the cap space that the Bears have, after you now get, basically, you get, what, nine games left. You get nine games to look at. Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney together with Justin Fields to see what this looks like. And then you can go in and you can take a look really and say, hey, all right, do we need to add a, another really, really good wide receiver? Can we focus this money on the defensive end? Can we focus on the offensive line and then get a, a pretty solid wide receiver? Or can we draft one? You really get a good opportunity. And I like the fact that they made this trade now because there's enough time left in the season to get him integrated, get him and Justin Fields working on their chemistry, and then to really see what this combination looks like. It's going to be a good move overall for this team, I feel like. I really like this. Uh, makes Roquan trade worth it. Absolutely. Uh, shocked the hell out of me and just opened the booze. <laughs> what time is it in Mannheim, bro? Hayes, won't lie. You and Pat have inspired me to start YouTube channel. Uh, uh, hopes to have y'all on someday. Listen, I'm supportive of everybody in this community, whether you want to cover the Bulls, the Bears, the Blackhawks, whatever else. If you want to cover anything, do it, bro. And it's like you, you just got to be passionate about it. The thing that I always say in this game, if you do and talk about what you're passionate about, you'll never get burnt out. For me, when you hear about creatives that talk about burnout, it's because they're not doing what they truly love. I love the Bears. I love the Bulls. I even love the Chicago Sky, which is why I cover them. And even though I put so much time and energy and record these daily shows for them, I have never once felt burnt out. In less than, in less than 400 days, I have posted 600 episodes of Chicago Bulls Central. And you know what? I've never gotten tired of it. Not once have I ever woke up and said, oh, I don't really know if I want to do this today. It's because the passion has to be there first. So go after there and get it, bro. Once you get it started, let me know. I'll be on any time. I've always said, I don't care if you got five subscribers or 5,000 subscribers. If you want me there to talk about what I love, I'm there. So just let me know, bro. Hit me up in, uh, in the email, on Twitter, whatever you need to do. All right, let's see what else we got. Um, Henderson says, uh, I respect Pose sticking to the plan and building the team for the future and not just the now. Pose believer, bear down. That's it. That's it. That's, that's all you got to say. Samir 60 says, thoughts on the trade. What do you think I've been here saying, bro? I've been giving my thoughts on this trade, brother. That's my little brother, Samir 60, man. I love Samir, Samir 60. You got to rewind a little bit, bro. Uh, the Bears wide receiver drafts almost always suck, so why not go for someone that's solid? Very good point from Miguel in that, in that aspect. What we think about him in the locker room definitely got a personality on him. Well, I like my wide receivers with personality, personally. And I think the culture that, that we've built and changed here in the Chicago uh, Bears organization, what Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles, and that coaching staff has built here, I think if you absorb a team into a uh, player, into a good a good, um, a good uh, chemistry, right, a, a, a good culture is the word I'm looking for, then I think it can mitigate that, right? And I think they're going to be good with that. They have a strong-minded head coach there. Um, so I think it's going to be fun. I definitely think it's going to be fun. Need to re-sign Harry, Mooney, Harry, and Claypool with chemistry with Fields. Could be scary. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll remain to be seen, man. It could be really, really good for this team. Absolutely. I don't like uh, this trade. We gave up our own second-round pick for Claypool. Claypool isn't great. I'm low on this trade at the moment. Well, I've heard some 
some conflicting things. I've heard that it's the our own second round pick. I've heard that it's the pick we got for Roquan. But either way, we still got a second round pick back, right? And best believe that Ryan Poles, I'm trying to see if I can find some some uh validation on which one it is. Oh, it is our own pick. So it is our own pick. It is our own pick. I mean, we still have our own first, though. We got plenty of picks. Like, I'm not really worried about the picks because of how many bites at the apple that we have. I'm not necessarily worried that even it's if it's our own pick. And keep in mind, if, if Chase Claypool comes in and builds chemistry with Justin Fields, our own pick could it get worse. Hopefully, hopefully we, it, it gets worse. And, you know, but it is it is what it is, though. It is what it is. I mean, not, I'm really just not worried about where the pick is because, listen, the pick thing, you could get a, a wide receiver with huge upside, but you know what you have in Chase Claypool. And Chase Claypool is only 24 years old, only 24. So he still has some upside to him. Of course, not as much as a as a player drafted in the second round, but you still have a lot of, of potential there in Chase Claypool shown a lot. So we still have our own first. We got the Ravens second. We got our own third and fourth. We got a, a fourth rounder from the Eagles. We got another fifth rounder. We got a fifth rounder from the Ravens and a seventh round pick. Here's the thing. If the second round that we, we see a player that we need to move up for, the Bears have more than enough assets to do so. So I'm not really worried about that. I say it's, it's the Ravens. Well, I'm looking at a, a tweet from this tweet just came out from Adam Schefter. Um, and Adam Schefter tweeted this five minutes ago. And he says the second round pick that, the, that Chicago traded to Pittsburgh um, it's its own pick, not the second round pick that the Bears received from the Ravens. So that's according to Adam Schefter. So I don't I haven't seen any updates since that. He just tweeted that five minutes ago. So I tend to believe that's what it is. Uh, with CC, EQ, and Harry, do we have one of the biggest size wide receiver cores? Well, the thing is, Nikhil Harry has shown a lot of flashes and looks really good. EQ, really good. But I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care, but I care about talent, man. We got some we got some talent on this team. But I mean, I'm sure we do. That's that's a lot of what all six four? EQ six four CZ six two. That is a that is a nice tall base. Nice tall base. Uh Daniel Watson, Claypool's good, but still seems we got the most second tier wide receivers. Well, I said that earlier. I don't know if you were in the stream. I did say we really kind of have in Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool, we have two surefire number two wide receivers, right? But the thing is, is we've seen teams be successful in that. And we're not done, right? This is not the final version of the Chicago Bears offense. This is just a move to get more talent in this team that needed a talent infusion and more weapons on the offensive side. We still can see, can Darnell Mooney develop into that true number one? Hell, can Chase Claypool, who's only 24 years old, develop into a more, a more surefire number one? And we still got tons of draft picks. Tons of, of cap space. If we do see by the end of the season, oh, no, we need a surefire number one. We need a, a lockdown number one wide receiver. We can possibly go out and get one. So this is not the final version of this Bears roster. So we'll see. Johnny with the Super Chat. Hey, thank you for supporting the channel at that level. Do you feel like we're going to rise up finally? I think we're – listen, the offense has been steadily improving over the last four weeks. I think that we're going to – man, this is going to be a good team. This is going to be not, not a great team. It's still probably this season, not a team that's going to get a lot of wins, right? We'll see how, how this translates into wins for the Bears. But you have a team that's three and five with nine games left on the season. Um, is there a, a possibility that the Bears win eight out of those last um, – six out of those last eight games? There's a possibility of it, right? Six out of the last nine games. I keep fluctuating on what the fuck I'm saying. Um, but there's a possibility of it. Could we end up at an eight or nine win team? I think so. And I think honestly, coming into the season where we were with as many question marks, if we finish with 
eight wins, to me, that shows tons of growth and potential depending on how we went about and got that. So I, I really like this. I really like this overall. Can you put up some highlights of Claypool? I don't have that ready to go, brother. Hold on. Let me see what I can do. Give me one second. Uh, let's see. Give me one second, brother. I, well, I'm a man of the people. You ask for it. If I can deliver it, I'm going to damn well try to deliver it. It may kill my internet connection. So let's see. I'm not on the, the, the side of the studio with the best uh, um, internet connection because that was uploading my NBA Central video. So... Let's see what we got here. Let's see what I can do for the people. There we go. Give me one second. We're going to get this together for y'all. Y'all want to see highlights? I'm going to give y'all some highlights. We're going to talk about Chase Claypool while we got some highlights up for him. Look at that. Look, look at that speed. Look at that speed and size, right? Look at that. Speed. And that's a pass from Mitchell Trubinsky. We know Justin Fields can make that pass. Listen, I'm... <laughs> A nice big target for Justin Fields. Nice big target. Look at that. A vertical threat. Nice receiver. We need that, man. Come on, man. I like what I'm seeing here, fam. I'm not even going to lie to you. This is most important thing is you trust him uh, to rip it in there and know he's going to catch it. I don't think he has that confidence at the moment. That is a great point as well. That is a huge benefit for Justin to have a weapon like Most important thing is, uh, no, I already read that one. Poses. Messing around. That's from Todd R. That's oh, come on, man. This is gonna be big for the Bears, man. I'm telling y'all, this is gonna be big. This is a great trade. I feel like that's look at that. All right, y'all. All right, yeah. Started killing internet uh, reception like I thought it would. Um, yeah. I gotta. You know, somebody said I gotta get Comcast business. I, I might do that. Considering how much I stream now, it may be time to. I already have the one gig. Uh, internet, but it may be time to like really because I have like two completely different sets in the studio, so it may be time to really do that, man. All right, y'all. Listen, I appreciate y'all so much for tuning in. I've been live way longer than I expected to. I gotta go back to work. I do work a regular nine to five. I took a break for this, man. Thank you. If you guys are in here, this is your first time. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We drop daily Bears content here at Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you follow the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. Bear down, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.